Good morning, turtle meth heads. Hope you're doing well. Hope you've had a good week. And I have launched the first women's research uh, newsletter yesterday, so please sign up to it. I covered three studies that I think are interesting. Now, last night we had a book club. Uh, we, we did cover the books that we've read so far as well. And we've read a lot, actually, since Turtle Method started. We've read a range of books, really, but examples we've done Stoicism, we've done Habits, Miracle Morning, Chimp Paradox, Stress Book, Krishnamurti, the Mid like, Midnight Library. Why nobody's told me this before? The Gift, Fear Fighter, Man Search for Meaning, play, like, How to Think Like a Roman Emperor. All these amazing books. So if you want the list, let me know. Um, because those, I, I, look, some books you might not like, but they've got some good takeaways. How much is a good takeaway worth? All right, if you pay, say, you know, you're paying Kindle six, six quid for a book. One good idea from our six quid, well worth the money. Some books will change your life. You can't put a price on it, can you? So let me just cover two studies quickly from the, the newsletter yesterday with the research review. One of them is just BCAs. Branched chain amino acids, should you bother spending money on supplements like branched chain amino acids? Well, look, many, many years ago, BCAs were the king. Everybody went on about them. Everybody thought you should take them. And they were saying it would improve your building muscle, blah, 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 blah. Turns out the claims aren't um, what they are meant to be. Do you know what I mean? They're not up there with what they thought the, the research would be. So, for example, like, yes, they can help with muscle soreness in some research, not to a huge degree difference, but it can help with muscle soreness. Um, they don't help in muscle growth or actual recovery, but they can help with soreness. So should you buy BCAs? Probably not, put it in the bin. Well, don't put it in the bin, actually use it, then don't buy it again. If you wanna buy supplements, whey protein, so you've got three tiers of whey protein. Whey protein, concentrate which is 80% of its weight is protein which means 20% of its weight is carbs and fat or flavoring whatever whey protein isolate 90% of the weight is protein higher con higher percentage of protein right more filtered less fat less carbs whey protein hydro hydrolyslate is 95% dish protein it's pre-digested basically it's less irritable on the stomach so if you want, if you find it's problems with your stomach, whatever, go for whey protein hydro. If you want the best quality and you want to make it a bit cheaper, but you got whey protein isolate. But if you don't mind having extra carbs and fat from the protein powder, just go for whey protein concentrate, eighty percent cheaper. That's it. Whey protein, creatine. If you really want to do it, I haven't taken creatine in years. Just can't be bothered. Can't be bothered to take it daily. Got to take it every day for thirty days for your muscles to be saturated with it or you can preload, but you have to take it every day. Um, it does work. I mean, it does work, but it is a lot of powder. I mean, it says five grams and you think it's not much, but it actually is. You should see the size of the capsules. If you want three grams of creatine in a capsule, that capsule is the size of a finger. Well, small finger, but still, it's hard to swallow. That gets stuck, game over, You're probably dead. So the risks are there. So BC is, nah. Creatine works if you want to. Whey protein, add it to your food uh, recipes. Happy days. Um, that is it, really. So stop wasting your money. Cost of living crisis. Pro supplements are not going to change your journey at all. I'm sorry. They just don't. Eat well. Move. Hit your protein target. Get fiber in. Pretty much there. 
last one of the studies I want to talk about is should you work out faster than all? Does it make a difference if I work out after I sleep because I'm more likely to burn fat as energy? Will I burn more fat as a result? No. You can read the newsletter for the research. No point getting into it fully, but there's just no difference between a fed group and a fasted group. So do what the hell you want to do, right? You might feel better training fasted and that might make you feel like you want to train more in the mornings to do stuff. Then that's a different thing. Like you might feel more nimble. I do. Wake up, I feel nimble. Go for a walk, I could work out. No food digesting, feel better. Maybe I feel like it could be burning fat more. And maybe if I feel like it could be burning fat more, I'm more likely to work out in the morning and then I do work out in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Trick your brain. Do what it takes. But there's no, it's not superior. But it doesn't matter if it's not superior. If in the mind you think it is and you actually do it. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, those are the things I covered and the lifestyle factors I covered yesterday in the podcast. Um, but really, just want to cover off at the end of this, uh, it's going to be a very short voice note today, is just like the mindset going into weekends. The weekends are the bridge between weeks, obviously. And if you want to start building momentum, you have to start having some weekends that are quiet. You do not have to go nuts on weekends. I'll say it again. You don't have to go nuts on weekends. Uh, drinking too much on weekends is going to set you back it just is having a few drinks is fine but are you the type of person that can have a few drinks answer that question honestly are you the type of person that doesn't turn to kebabs and takeaways every night you go out in the morning the next day and spend loads of money and hate yourself for spending hundreds when you go out honestly look at yourself and answer those questions and have a look what can you do on weekends that doesn't revolve just drinking chat on a book club yesterday really good chat about like hobbies you know some people haven't had hobbies um in adult life and realized that they love having hobbies could be painting warhammer like tabby says could be playing chess could be getting into something it could be some sport five aside whatever it could be anything there's so many things you can get into that doesn't involve just drinking sitting down drinking that could make your life far more interesting that we don't bother looking for because we can't be bothered because all we think there is is to just go drink or whatever, or just eat and drink, right? There's a lot of things to explore you can try, but you haven't tried them, and you think you don't like anything, but you haven't tried anything, you haven't been exposed to it. How do you know you don't like Dragon Ball Z? Tell me. You haven't watched it. Epic. How do you know you don't like painting things? You might suck at it, but how do you know you don't love it? How do you know you don't like gardening if you've never tried it? How do you know you don't like certain sports? How do you know like you don't like playing darts? How do you know you don't like certain puzzle games? You know, how do you know you don't like chess? How do you know you don't like badminton or squash? How do you know you don't like uh, running on track or join run club or joining a fitness class? How do you know you don't like any martial arts? How do you know you don't like uh, cooking classes? Mm, I don't. Uh, how do you know you don't like those things? Because you might be, you might say, well, I just don't. But you don't know. Having that closed off mindset is what kids do. And you try and tell them, you don't have to think about how you speak to a kid. Hey, you speak to a 10 year old. Hey, how's school going? They go, yeah, good, good. You go, have you played sport then? No, no. Have you played football in school with your friends? And I know, I don't like it. How do you know? I just know I won't. You haven't tried it though? No. You'd be like, you should try it. Because you don't know if you like it or not. I remember I didn't try, I did karate, I did football first and karate. And I didn't try rugby until after karate because I thought I might like it. And then I, w I remember being a kid after karate going down the rugby pitch and I saw them all playing rugby. 
and one of the coaches who was the father of a girl in my class he's like oh Scott do you know have a, have, a, have a play can I have a play and I remember just having a play you know, picking the ball up running scoring tries and I thought this is class I'm actually good at this and I got into rugby and I turned up to the next weekend you know my parents didn't come with me so I just turned up you know unprepared I had like normal sh- like ankle socks on with like togs it just looked stupid and I remember um, one mother Dawn her name is she like pulled me like Scott you've got socks on get in <laughs> Here's some rugby socks for you, put rugby socks on and walk out to the pitch, play, and I was really good. And it's because I tried it, someone told me, just give it a go. So that's that's all I want to say for this weekend. If there is things you haven't planned or things you have planned or whatever, be that person in the group to see, should we try something new? Because that can lead into spending time that's more productive, better for your mental health, all sorts of things. Because remember, when you look at if someone's got depression and all this stuff, when they do the... Um, and they look at the chart type of thing to say, right, if they got like three or four of these symptoms for two weeks, they exclude you from the analysis if you're drinking or taking drugs. So if you're drinking, they'll say, right, this person has to stop drinking for a bit for us, to, and then see if they still got these th- symptoms. And if they still have, then yeah, two weeks on 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 row depression. Most of the chances the drinking or the lifestyle causing those symptoms and then causing the symptoms of depression. But actually, you've sought that one thing out the other things fall into place. And it just means you might have to spend your time differently, but it takes time to go and explore different things. So please explore different things this weekend, or at least research it, and let me know what you end up getting getting, uh, getting up to. Walking, people get into now. Instead of, you know, before walking, is oh, you gotta walk, gotta walk, I can't be bothered. But now people love walking, because it's so good for you, it's good for the mind, it's good for the body, everything. So now people are pumped up to walk, you know? Maybe people are pumped up to drink the alcohol zeros, because they're like, I want the social part, and I'm, I'm, ch- I'm pumped. I can't believe they finally got the alcohol zeros out there. That's cool. Didn't have those before. No, we do. We have a Guinness Zero. Try Guinness Zero. So just be excited about trying different things, spending your time. And if you do end up getting wrecked on the weekend, just remember that we'll be back here on Monday, and I'll be telling you the same thing as usual on Monday. Forget the weekend. Let's go again. But question yourself now. Do you want to be that person on Monday who keeps regretting things they do on the weekend? Even though we let it go, we crack on again, that might wear you down. And it might take the bridge away from the weeks and stop momentum in its tracks. But we want to build momentum, even if it's small, on weekends. And when you tie two, three, four, five, six weeks in a row in, it can be life-changing, especially for the mental health. So give it a go. I'll see you on the radio, and I'll speak to you all next week.